0: Want even more access to everything pet? Get your ticket to PetCon. PetCon will take place November 17th and 18th at the Javits Center in New York City. PetCon is two days of meet and greets with your favorite Instagram pets, fun activations, insightful panels, a highly curated selection of awesome and innovative products for your shopping pleasure, and of course, lots of adorable, adaptable pets. Tickets are going fast. Make sure to get yours today at petcon.co. That's P E T C O N.co. I'm Lonnie Edwards, the founder of The Dog Agency and Pet Insider, and you're listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. This is a show about the latest and greatest across the pet world. Whether you're a pet parent or just a little pet crazy, Pet Insider has you covered. We get it. We're obsessed too.
1: I actually found Popeye as a stray. I remember that day because I had actually seen him twice. I saw him earlier in the day, and I was heading off somewhere, so I couldn't stop. And I thought, oh my gosh, I hope that dog's gonna be okay. And the day I saw him again near my house, and I actually stopped and walked up to him. He was sniffing a tree or something. And he actually stayed still and allowed me to pick him up. And he was filthy
0: and super matted. That was Ivy Dip, human to the dog agency client, Popeye the foodie. Ivy will discuss how she rescued Popeye off the streets of Southern California, how a photo of him at In-N-Out skyrocketed him to fame, and how his foodie persona came to be. Now let's get back to Ivy. Ivy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Is Popeye with you right now?
1: He is not. He's with his pops.
0: Probably still sleeping, too. He's not a morning
1: person, (laughs) or a morning dog, I guess.
0: So what was your experience with dogs before you got Popeye?
1: Um, We had, let's see, at that time we had three other dogs and i had dogs prior to, and so I have a lot of experience with dogs and all sorts of different breeds you know i've had dogs probably later on in life you know after college but I've had a lot of experience with dogs prior to getting popeye were they all rescues they weren't I guess I can't say they were Truly rescues, but they always fell on our lap somehow. Basically, someone couldn't take care of them, so asked us to care for them. We fall in love, we keep them. I think one was my brother couldn't keep them, and then so we kept the dog. His name is Rocky, and you might see him in Popeye's stories sometimes, but his previous owner was working a lot, and he was a puppy, and they didn't have enough time for him, so They looked for another owner, and then my friend got him for me. So I got him as a puppy, but he's, I don't know if you could say rescue, but we just kind of took him on. And he's been with us for almost 16 years. now.
0: How many dogs did you have when you got Popeye?
1: At that time, we had three other dogs.
0: And how did you meet Popeye? What is Popeye's story? Popeye's
1: story. So I actually found Popeye as a stray. I remember that day because I had actually seen him twice. I saw him earlier in the day, and I was heading off somewhere, so I couldn't stop. And I thought, oh my gosh, I hope that dog's going to be okay. And the day I saw him again near my house, and I actually stopped and walked up to him. He was sniffing a tree or something, and he actually stayed still and allowed me to pick him up. And he was filthy and super matted. So I picked him up, brought him home, and I was hoping he had a collar and we could, you know, reunite him with his owner, but that didn't work out. So that's how we met Popeye.
0: Did you know you were gonna keep him right away or did he no. grow on you?
1: So I had three dogs at that time. So there was just no way I can take on another dog. Have pretty busy myself so I was hoping to find his owner, could not. So the next thing was I tried calling the Humane Society to see if they could take him in. And the society that I had called would not take him in. So I was panicking because
0: I did not. Wait, what do you mean they wouldn't take him in? What was the issue?
1: I found him in a city that was not supported by, I guess, their society was the message I received. And I, I wanted to cry because I did not know what to do with him at that point. I, and I didn't want to take him to a shelter at that time because I had to head out. I, I I couldn't keep him at the house at that time. I had the other dogs to deal with and I don't know if they got along and I had to head out. So I remember calling my sister and, and practically crying. I, I have this stray dog here who needs our help. I can't keep him right now. Can you just watch him for a couple of hours? until I get home and then uh, we'll figure it out from there and then she I guess she heard the panic in my voice and then she she came over picked him up so they actually tried giving him a bath but he was so horribly matted that they brought him to a groomers where they basically shaved him off because he was so he was in such bad condition
0: and so then you came back and what happened
1: so we were kind of taking turns taking care of him and also posting online, hey, is anybody aware of this dog? Do you know his owner? Blah, blah, blah. We, we figured, okay. Oh, I forgot to mention, she had also taken him to the vet to try to see if he had a, a chip on him, but he didn't have a chip either. So we kept him and then uh, try, continue to try to find to see if he had owners around that may be missing him. We got no hits. Then we started trying to figure out, okay. Maybe it's time we try to adopt him out. Let's see if we could find someone to take him in. And that nobody wanted him at that time. I think, you know, I think there might be a stigma with stray animals and people are afraid to take them in. But at that time, no one wanted him. And my husband was basically, nope, no more dogs. We're not going to take on another dog. I can't say he's really a dog lover. But he spent one night with Popeye and he was just like, okay, let's keep him. You know, let's, really, let's <laughs> seriously think about keeping him. And he just kind of fell in love with the dog. And I knew I could love him. And, you know, I, I was already kind of attached to him. And uh, we ended up keeping him. What was his
0: personality like when you first rescued him?
1: He, you know, his personality, I'd say, hasn't changed too much from when we first rescued him. He's always been kind of, he's a bit timid in a sense where, especially around unfamiliar dogs. Lonnie, you you know how he is with Other dogs, (laughs) yeah, and I I shouldn't even say timid. He's horrible. Where um, (laughs) he just he does not. I I don't know why he insists on barking everyone's ear off when there's another unfamiliar dog around. But that's he's still that way. We've tried to correct it; hasn't worked. But he's so good around humans and cuddling up to people and. Hang out with people and just he's so well behaved. He's so good. And he's, he's really good with our dogs as well. I think he just needs a little bit of time to get used to unfamiliar dogs and, and get comfortable. And then he's good. But at the beginning, he's just so horrible. And I mean, we're still trying to work on that behavior, but it's been a challenge.
0: What was the process like getting him accustomed to your existing dogs? We had to buy one of those uh,
1: doggy gates to kind of separate them
0: at first. Because we had, a, at that
1: time, we had a, a, a Chihuahua mix. Her name is Cece, and she's a little bit feisty, so we weren't sure how she would behave around him. And at that time, when he was in our house, he was so good around the other dogs where he was actually kind of scared, I think, of them at that time. So we had a gate that separated them and then just kind of slowly got them comfortable and used to each other. And then we were able to remove the gate, and they're just fine.
0: And you never found out? His story, right? You never, nothing ever came out.
1: No, we don't know his story. There are certain behaviors where we wonder what type of past he's had. I mean, first his condition—you know, when we found him, he was super skinny and, and matted. I don't think he was very well taken care of previously. And also, like I said, he gets anxiety too when there's a lot of people or noise. And he he freaks out. And then we also realized after a while that. Every time we picked up some sort of a a stick, whether it's a a broom or or even a chopstick, we realized that he would bolt and hide. So we were thinking, oh, he might have had some issues with sticks or or maybe being hurt by it. We're not sure. I mean, we're just assuming because of the way he would act. Toys, he, he didn't know how to play with toys. The only thing he played with when we first met him were our arm sleeves, like our sweaters or something. He'll just play with that. But if we gave him a toy, he didn't know what to do with it and snacks. There were just a lot of snacks that he did not know what to do with. I remember giving him a greenie and all he did was just spit and just, and spit. So there was just a bunch of little pieces of greenie <laughs> around him because he just didn't know that you're supposed to eat it. <laughs> but so he's learning. He's good now. He's, uh, I think he's in a really happy place. So we're, we're happy to have him.
0: And how long have you had him now? It's been over
1: five years now. It's yeah, almost five years now since we've had him.
0: And how did the Instagram come about? Well, I had a a little Instagram
1: account because my family had a restaurant and I was doing pictures of food. Uh, I wasn't very good at it, but I I, I just learned to like taking photos of food. And when we had Popeye, one thing we realized about him was that he insisted on going everywhere we went. When we're at the door, when he sees us getting dressed and putting on our shoes, he is ready to go. And he's at the door before we are. So um, after a while, we realized, okay, he really wants to go wherever we go. So let's, let's start looking for pet-friendly restaurants to hang out with or where we can bring him along. So we started going to pet-friendly restaurants. And then realizing how well-behaved he is around food. And at the same time, I I had already thought about, he's a pretty cute dog. I thought, oh, you know, I think maybe I should create an Instagram for him. But I wanted it to be a little bit different, something fun. And then so when I realized I could just take photos of him with food. And then the Mm -hmm. idea of a dog being a foodie is so ridiculous. But... I thought, oh, why not? Anybody can be a foodie. Why not this guy? So I played around with that idea, and um, it kind of caught on. I think a lot of people enjoy our photos and Popeye with different foods.
0: And how did it take off? Was it all of a sudden? Was it kind of growing over time, and then it went viral? What was that experience?
1: You know, it was slowly growing. Not a great growth at the time, but we were consistently getting followers, but it wasn't a high amount. It was just kind of, oh, yay, you know, we got another follower today. And then one of the photos with In-N-Out where I think it was our first photo with In-N-Out where we had him in a hat, in, a, in an In-N-Out hat with, uh, you know, the burgers and fries. And then I think it's one of the major news channels. I don't know if it's ABC or CBS. One of, one of them had reached out to us and asked if they could repost the picture. And I was like, of course, yeah, feel free repost our photo and we gained so many followers from that not only did we gain new followers but people started reaching out and asking us more about our account about Popeye and and so we started doing some interviews and then I think that's when it started taking off where you know our story came out and his photos were was exposed to more folks and then uh, people started following his
0: account with that initial news channel, did they share his story or was it just the photo?
1: Just the photo at that time. I think he was on the news, the late night news, and it was just his photo at that time. But like I said, the other groups started reaching out. Some online news articles came out and and I think that's when um, he got... A bit more exposure.
0: And what was that experience like when you were going crazy viral and your inbox was exploding? I remember we originally connected around that time, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is, there's so much going on." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously overwhelming because you don't
1: expect that at all. You know, you're just kind of having fun with this account and. You don't really expect it to g- gain the following or or the interest that it had at that time. And I was working full time, too. So all of it was kind of a challenge and just trying to figure out how much time I can spend on his account, on answering all these emails and, and questions and just trying to balance all of that was a bit of a challenge. I still have that challenge today. We just work with it because it's it's just, one thing I've realized is don't take it too seriously. Don't get caught up on anything and then just kind of enjoy it and have fun. No one's gonna get mad at me if if I don't answer emails
0: right away, so. Yeah, you were saying that when you first saw Popeye, you had three dogs, so you couldn't even imagine having another dog in the family, let alone Popeye, who is (laughs) so famous and so in demand. So how was that, figuring out how to juggle and balance everything, and how do you fit it in with your day-to-day? You always have
1: time for fun, right? Uh, you always make time for fun. And and I try to balance it out with spending time with family and friends and then also allowing my some time for Popeye and his account because I treat it as more of kind of like a part of my fun activities versus work. So I just make time for it as, as much as I can. I, I try to keep up with this account, but I, I don't hold myself accountable to anything. That's kind of the great thing about having your own account is that you can do things at your own pace. You know, if I, I'm too busy for a few days, and I don't post anything. I don't get a chance to spend time with him. I, that's okay, um, you know. And followers understand, so they're 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 fine with that. It's just kind of balancing it all out.
0: How do you pick which restaurants you
1: go to? Well, um, the first thing is that we we try to make sure they're pet friendly, and LA is great you know, since we live in LA, LA is great about that because they the weather is pretty mild year round. So there are lots of restaurants with patio seating and lots of people take their dogs everywhere. So it's not hard to find pet friendly restaurants. And I try to keep it interesting too. You know, if I had ramen, um, I'll try to go for sushi. I mean, and, and this is us too, you know, you don't want to eat the same things every day. So we try to, you know, change things up on his account as well. I mean, we don't post everything we eat. That's just not something we do. Yeah, we, we try to find new restaurants to try. Things are interesting. And sometimes we really want to make sure it's Instagram worthy, I guess, in a sense where it looks kind of cool or, or nice on Instagram.
0: Do you spend time researching restaurants to figure out where you're going to go? Do you have like a calendar of when you're going to
1: wait? (laughs) No, I'm not that organized. And I follow food accounts, too. So, you know, I have an idea of, you know, oh, you know, that dish looks delicious. Uh, You know, I want to give that a try. Um, Let's see if it's pet friendly. Let's see if that restaurant's pet friendly. And then um, I might bookmark it and say, okay, let's go here next time. I'm not organized enough to plan in advance a lot of times. So it's usually okay. we're. We're free for lunch. Let's uh, pick a restaurant, and then we'll just kind of look at our bookmarks and say, oh, okay, let's
0: go here, and then we'll just head out. Who are some of your favorite food Instagram accounts? Some of my favorite? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard
1: because um, there are so many, and I feel like if I don't <laughs> – because uh, it's, it's kind of a, a fun little community. I should mention Daily Food Feed because he is a food blogger influencer. And he was one of the first folks who actually recognized Popeye's account. And he had invited us to one of his media events. And that was, uh, we're like, oh my gosh, we got invited to a media event. You know, who, who, would, who would have thought that Popeye would get invited to these food media events? But he got invited. And we went and then we met other food bloggers and and stuff. So there there is this kind of community, but I, I have to give Jed credit because he, he was one of the first folks who um, recognized Popeye and, and gave him a you know an opportunity
0: do you hang out with a lot of the food bloggers now? i
1: see a lot of them i communicate with a lot of them it's kind of a small community so that when there are cool events a lot of the same folks get invited so it, it's fun we always catch up when we go to these types of events
0: what are popeye slash your favorite cuisines <laughs> i don't know if i should say popeye because he doesn't
1: get to <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really get to eat everything <laughs> you know i love sushi uh that's one of the top items for me. I also love Mexican food and tacos and all that. So you'll see a lot of the things that I personally like to eat on his Instagram. And also brunch. I mean, pancakes and French toast. I mean, those are all great. So you'll see a lot of that on his Instagram. And, you know, I should say, one of the questions I get asked all the time is, does he actually get to eat what's in front of him? And I have to be clear that he doesn't he doesn't really eat everything that's in front of him. It's a, If it's something safe for him to have, I'll give him bits and pieces of it. But um, no, he doesn't eat everything that's in front of him.
0: Does he get recognized at the restaurants a lot? It's still funny to me when he does
1: get recognized. And I think it's his ears. I think people <laughs> people notice his ears and it's like, oh, is that Popeye? And, and they always get a kick out of it. And yes. This is Popeye, and they're like, "Is that really Popeye?" Because he's actually bigger in person than people realize. Because I, I don't know if his photos and the placement of his food, but I guess he looks smaller <laughs> in the photos. He's bigger in person, and people are, are, are always surprised at how much bigger he is in person. But it's usually his ears, and they people do recognize him, and they they stop us chat, uh, you know, to chat and also pet him, and and usually take pictures as well.
0: And what are your current favorite restaurants in LA?
1: I do get asked this question and I always struggle with it because I like a lot of restaurants and it's usually, you know, one or two dishes that are my favorites. I still love the brunch at Republique. I don't know if you've been there, but it's an -hmm. an amazing restaurant. (laughs) And then um, uh, we also enjoy taco trucks. There's a shrimp taco truck called Marisco's Jalisco's. It's these crunchy tacos and they're so good. You know, we also love Howling Rays. I don't know if you've been there, but it's a super popular. No. It, it, they're best known for their Nashville hot chicken. And uh, they're super popular, always a long line, but um, really good. Those are some of the, the, the ones I can think of off the top of my head. But there's so many good options in L.A. that you'll never get bored. And
0: are you team in and out
1: or team Shake <laughs> You know, it's funny is that um, people do not realize this, but I do not eat beef. You do see these burgers, and it's usually uh, my husband that eats the burgers, but I don't eat beef, so I have to be Team Shake Shack because they actually have a chicken sandwich. (laughs) But I love the fries.
0: Shake Shack has more variety. (laughs) Yeah, more variety. Uh, But I love the
1: fries at In-N-Out, so I have to – Say that so, I, I can definitely go for both, but
0: um, and In N Out is kind of where Popeye was just, yeah. To, so,
1: I have to, too. I have a love for In N Out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Shake Shack's great too.
0: What have been some of the really cool dining experiences you guys have gotten to experience?
1: You know, we were just at the Four Seasons too in Santa Barbara, I saw. so jealous, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, the, the restaurants on those properties, so the Ritz. Um, in in Colorado and then the Four Seasons in Santa Barbara. Their restaurants are just so amazing and just our experience there. I I mean, the rich really took care of us, right? The whole whole group and uh, really creating this amazing dinner for us. I remember that um, dinner that night with the amount of food that they had put on that table. I mean, could have fed an army, I think. And it's just the variety and you know the cocktails and all, and the desserts is amazing,
0: and the custom meals they made for the, the dogs. know the, the dogs got to eat first.
1: <laughs> I know, I and the the different names. I I remember there was like the shepherd's pie or something, the German shepherd's pie.
0: It <laughs> was so cute. Yeah, so fun. I wanted to eat them. They looked so good. Does Pop eat normal dog food at home?
1: Yes, he does. He um, he gets kind of a mix of dog foods at home. And then also because our senior dog, Rocky, he's a bit pickier now and we want to make sure he eats. So my husband would uh, cook chicken breast with carrots or something and then mix that in with their dog food. They get that too.
0: What are Popeye's favorite human foods like fruits, veggies, proteins? He's um. He's not a fruit or vegetable dog. I was gonna say
1: person, and he's not a person. Uh, He's a little character, that's for sure. He likes, I think, chicken. You know, it's funny because when people ask us what's his favorite human food, and we have to say, it's chicken nuggets from McDonald's, and and I'll tell you why. Because I mean, it's not something we we feed him really or often. We've given it to him before, just kind of as a treat. But it's not something we normally feed him. But I remember having my niece and nephew over, and they had their little happy meals with their chicken nuggets on the table. And Popeye is known to be very well behaved around food, but we saw him swipe two chicken nuggets from the table. I couldn't believe it, but he actually did that and ate it. So um, he could not help himself. He loves chicken nuggets so much.
0: And what are your tips for getting the perfect
1: shot? Lighting is important. We don't have a, a if you look at our Instagram you know, account, you'll notice that we don't have a lot of nighttime shots because we just don't get the best photos when people ask for tips. One important thing is really lighting. I don't have a fancy camera. I just have my iPhone. So it's just important to just kind of um, make sure that, one, the lighting is good, two, you're setting it up nicely, you because know, there's a little bit of food styling that goes on with the, some of our photos, but so I set it up, and then also have him make sure that he looks good as well, and then um, just kind of take some photos, take lots of options, and then pick my favorite, and that's what, that's what I do.
0: And speaking of looking good, in addition to being a major foodie, he's also a style icon. <laughs> How did that come about?
1: That is so funny to me that he's a style icon. And when we're working on his account or just content, I like to keep it a bit interesting. And that's when his you know, his outfits started coming about because I noticed, you know, he he did a lot with food, but you know, let's make it a little bit more interesting. Let's add a little hat or add a cute little shirt. And bandanas are big for him as well. We love putting bandanas on him. So it's just kind of keeping things interesting. And he looks good in clothes, I think. So <laughs> that's why we, we continue doing what we do. And he doesn't seem to mind it at all. I actually have a little video of us putting clothes on him. I've, I've never posted it, but he's just, he actually lifts his paw up to kind of, you know, help <laughs> us uh, put, put his paw in one of the arm sleeves. It's, it's very funny.
0: Do you have any restaurants on your list for when you're coming to New York? I
1: don't. I don't yet. Like I said, I'm not a very prepared person. You have plenty <laughs> I have some time to figure it out. But I, I know that people have offered suggestions. So we're probably going to take it. Start looking through the restaurants that are pet friendly. And then try to figure out what we want to do. We definitely want to make sure that we do pizza because that's important. And bagels. And I love Italian food in New York. So that's definitely something we're going to have to do. So if you're
0: listening and have good New York recommendations, DM them to Popeye. Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> we'll take them <a, laughs> I'm really excited to go to New York with Popeye. I mean, that's something we wanted to do. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that.
0: On your big meet and greet at Petcon.
1: You know, we haven't had a lot of meet and greets, so this is going to be I I hope a, a fun one and, you know, uh, I hope a, a lot of people show up for Popeye and <laughs> And um, get pictures with him. I think
0: they will. I think a lot of people are very excited to have him here. Can't wait. (laughs) And you'll get to meet all the other pet influencers. Yes. Popeye will love that, but you'll love it. I know.
1: (laughs) I want to pet all the dogs. And I love taking photos of other dogs, too. So I am so excited to meet all these other animals. I mean, there are cats, too, that I follow on Instagram. And so I'm really looking forward to that.
0: More on travel. Where has Popeye
1: been? So he's not the best flyer. <laughs> so I, I think it's a takeoff and, and landing where there's all that noise that kind of freaks him out a little bit. But other than that, he's fine on the plane. But uh, so we don't fly him out too much, but we've been to, brought him to Las Vegas. We did that Colorado trip. That was great. Um, he's been to San Francisco Seattle and then we just went to Santa Barbara San Diego so I'm looking forward to traveling a bit more with him you know as my work schedule allows but it's always so much fun traveling with him and most of these places are pet friendly surprisingly so it's not just LA you know there are lots of pet friendly options in Mm -hmm. all these other cities it's great
0: and what is the message that you're trying to share via Popeyes account I don't know if I have a
1: specific message. I do think rescuing is important, although I I absolutely appreciate purebreds. And it's just, you know, there's, there's so many dogs out there that need homes. And um, they're all special. I mean, every dog that I've met, Uh, Whether they've been purchased or they've been rescued, they're all special. And since there are so many dogs that need homes, I think um, it's important to always consider adopting first uh, and going to a, a local rescue or shelter and considering adoption first. I think that's important. The other thing that's important is taking care of your animals and spending time with them. Um, I think people realize that we spend a lot of time with Popeye. We also spend a lot of time with our other dogs. I know they're not front-facing, but um, you know, they, they get a lot of love themselves. <laughs> Popeye just happens to be a bit more in the limelight. Spending time with your dogs and uh, you know, they all have different personalities and what they like, what they don't like. I, I think that's important too. Just taking care of your animals and and making sure that you treat them as part of your family.
0: And how has Popeye changed your life?
1: We get a lot of amazing opportunities that we obviously would not get. If it wasn't for Popeye, I mean, you know, those trips, going to PetCon, we, we also get invited to go to showings, movie premieres. Those are just things that normally we would not get invited to. But with Popeye, we're so lucky that we get these opportunities. That's one. And just, you know, him being the dog that he is uh, has changed our lives as well. So it's it's been amazing. He's special. I should say this because this is the question that I get asked most often is what is his breed (laughs) and you know as a rescue um and we we've asked the vets you know if they can figure out what his breed is and and nobody seems to know exactly what he is there's uh, tons of guesses but no one seems to know you know for sure he is whatever mix he is so and we've decided not to take a dna test because we just felt like it wasn't really important so you know we don't know his breed. He's some sort of mix. We call him the mystery mutt. And we just think he's perfect the way he is.
0: Thank you so much for making the time. And we'll see you in November. Yeah, I'll see you in November. That was Ivy Dip, Human to the Dog Agency client, Popeye the Foodie. To keep up with Popeye, follow Popeye the Foodie on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please leave us an awesome review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you have any pet-related topics you want us to cover, email us at podcast at petinsider.com. To listen to past episodes, visit petinsider.com slash podcast. I'm Lonnie Edwards, and thank you for listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. Talk soon!